You're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for May 28th, 2023, the Feast of Pentecost. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Elizabeth Garnsey. It's based on John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. There's a story about a wise old mother superior who was dying. Her nuns gathered around her bed and gave her some warm milk so she would feel more comfortable, but she refused it. One nun took the glass back to the kitchen. And remembering a bottle of whiskey they'd received as a gift the previous Christmas, the nun opened it and poured a generous amount into the warm milk. The mother superior drank a little, then a little more, and then before you knew it, she had drunk the whole glass down to the last drop. And the nuns pleaded with her, Mother, give us some wisdom before you die. And the mother superior raised herself up in bed and with a pious look on her face, pointed out the window and said, don't sell that cow. (laughs) The mother superior didn't know what she had swallowed, but she sure liked how it made her feel. Whatever makes us feel powerful, comfortable, and confident, we want more of it. And we do whatever it takes not to sell the cow that gives us those feelings. Spiritually, we often mistake an experience of the Holy Spirit for warm and comfortable feelings. We might even say we feel the Holy Spirit in those good times when we feel powerful, comfortable, confident. And I don't mean to say that a spiritual experience doesn't ever include those feelings, but we may not necessarily feel full of the Holy Spirit, even though we are full of the Holy Spirit. When we're most closely walking the way of Jesus, we are almost always moving against the grain of our contentious and divisive culture. And we might even feel afraid, uncomfortable, and powerless as we venture into life led by the Holy Spirit, because this is a life of doing the spiritual work, of facing our fears instead of turning to false comforts, and forgiving our offenders instead of taking revenge. It's the work of defending the poor, lifting up the marginalized, welcoming the outcast, supporting the oppressed. These things don't require us to feel comfortable and powerful and confident before we do them, but they do require the power of the Holy Spirit. They do require great courage and a great love for the world. And when the Holy Spirit is doing the work through us, we can't help but carry on We can't see living any other way. Because being filled with the Holy Spirit may not always change our feelings, but it always changes the way we see the world. And that's what the earliest disciples experienced at that first Pentecost. They were at first locked in a house for fear they would meet the same fate as Jesus did for doing his kind of work. But when Jesus comes to them in peace and forgiveness, and breathes onto them, and they receive the Holy Spirit, their way of seeing is forever changed. Sometimes we call the Feast of Pentecost the birthday of the church, but it's so much bigger than that. The first Pentecost, where the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, signaled the beginning of a movement, the Jesus way, that took off like wildfire because it changed forever the way those first disciples saw what Jesus was doing 
to establish a culture and a kingdom of God on earth, in the world. And the disciples, once they were filled with the Holy Spirit, were compelled to participate in that work. The writer Eberhard Arnold describes the experience of the first believers as a complete change of all conditions and all possibilities, the switching of all relationships in business, state, and society. A completely different scale of values took effect, and no feelings of fear or discomfort could derail them from their mission. The Holy Spirit is about power, but not the kind of power that boosts our ego and makes us feel good. Rather, it's the power and presence of God to bring on a whole new perspective in the way we live and love. Every time we feel the Spirit, that's great, but if that Spirit doesn't help us to see the world differently in a way that makes us more loving and compassionate, more responsible for our actions towards our fellow human creations of God, all creations of God, then it's probably just a feeling, and a feeling as fleeting as a glass of warm milk and, and whiskey. Remember how Jesus once described the Holy Spirit. In the Gospel according to John, Jesus compared the Spirit to the wind, which blows where it chooses. You hear the sound of it, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. There is no order with the Holy Spirit. Indeed, there is no order regarding the Holy Spirit in these two readings we heard today. In the Gospel of John, the disciples received the Spirit on the first night of Easter when Jesus breathes on them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit. In Acts, they receive the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, 50 days after Easter. But does it matter when or how or how many times they receive this Holy Spirit? No, what matters is what the disciples were like when they got up and left that room. The Holy Spirit is not bound by space or chronology or timeline. The Spirit can't ever be defined, defined or confined to one assembly or one group or person's particular feelings about the Holy Spirit. Don't try to pin the Spirit down or fence it in. Don't say where it is or where it isn't who has it and who doesn't. Is the spirit more available in one community than another? Who knows where the wind blows? Who knows where the spirit blows? Someone once wrote, do not pray for more of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not divided into parts and pieces. Every child of God has all of the Holy Spirit. The question is, does the Holy Spirit have all of us? The first disciples let the Holy Spirit take full possession of them, and all heaven broke loose when they were clothed with power from on high. Today, and every time we celebrate baptism, the Holy Spirit is given entirely to each person being baptized. And the entire Jesus movement breaks forth in them and they have as much potential to change the world as those early disciples did at Pentecost. Today, that person being baptized is Kyle. That person being baptized is Jack and Liam, Wilson and Cameron and Henry and Wynne. And that person is each of us too. 
each of us who has been baptized as, and as we join in renewing our own baptismal promises. Every one of us, every child of God, has all of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray daily that the Holy Spirit will have all of us too. You can find more sermons on our website, www.stmarksnewcanaan.org.